What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brewhead, and welcome to the fourth episode in our brand new series, Against the Grain, where we focus on breweries in Quebec who have done something a little different, taken the path less followed, and brewed some beers that weren't typically popular in our glorious province. So, for this episode, we traveled about an hour and a half from Montreal, all the way down to Sutton, Quebec. So Sutton is about 15, 20 minutes from the US border at Vermont there. And uh, we hung out with Cedric, who is the co-founder and the head brewer at La Bordage Microbrasserie. Um, these guys don't package their beer. And I'd basically found them through kind of like, I guess people on Instagram posting about them um, when they were at the venue themselves. And they specialize, of course, in hazy IPAs because that is what Cedric himself is into. So I was sort of fascinated by these guys. They've been around for five years now. And um, the most fascinating thing was they're making this level of fire haze in a small town close to the U.S. border um, with not much of a presence anywhere else aside from a few collaborations here or there. And the fact that they took the initiative, as you'll find out when you listen to the podcast, about four years ago to start brewing New England IPAs at a time when, that was when I was getting into New England, like end of 2016. That was when I first discovered them, heard about them, and could not get them because no one was making them. Um, so being that they're in a smaller town away from the big city, it was even more rare. So it took even more of a risk for Cedric and, uh, I was going to say, and his team, but he actually doesn't have one. It's just him and his girlfriend, Dominique, uh, to make these things. And uh, over the years, slowly refined them. They've done some collabs with uh, Missorum, who you would have heard on episode two, uh, with Katarijin, who we did a podcast with uh, back in 2018, I believe, um, and a few other breweries. And it's just been really cool to watch. So we were super excited to get down there. Uh, we hung out for quite a while. We actually stuck around afterwards and had a meal as well. The food was exceptional. The place was rammed. It, this is, uh, what are we, early March. When we got there at around 2 p.m., it was already rammed for lunch. We did the podcast stuff. It kind of quietened down. And then we went and ate at peak hour at about sort of 6, 7. And it was rammed again. And people were just jamming. The whole town was there. People were all sorts of ages and backgrounds were, were drinking hazy IPAs and, and some milk stouts. And it was, it was just really cool. Um, I felt like they were a really good addition to this series just because they're a little I guess more less lesser known in comparison to some of the other breweries that we're going to talk to and that we've been talking to um, and they are doing something cool in a small region that you have to go there to experience it and pretty much everybody else that I can think of that we've spoken to for this episode at the very least has packaged product that at, at the you know even if you can't get there you could probably trade for it ask a friend to get you or make the trip or whatever these guys, you have to go there and drink on site. You can take growlers away, of course, but they're very limited. So this was a really fun one. I felt like it was a, you know, Tiff and I felt it was a great addition to the series that really focuses on breweries that are doing something different. And these guys were, you know, nailed that, in my opinion. Um, Cedric, lovely guy, super warm, humble, um, very welcoming. We, I really enjoyed hanging out with him. Um, I really can't wait to get back, to be honest with you. So enjoy the episode, guys, as well. If you can, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review us 
on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. I don't think they have rate or review, really. But either way, you know, it means a lot to us. We're really trying to push this series. This is the first season back in action after a few months off new content. Uh, we're going hard this year and ongoing after that. So show some love if you're enjoying what you're hearing. Thank you again for listening, guys. Enjoy the episode. Cheers. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all are brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. All right. Now we are here in Sutton. I'm Cedric from Labadage. Sir, thank you for having us. Yeah, sure. Appreciate you. That's our first time here. Cute town. We're uh, at the bottom of a hill, or yeah. at least a region of hills. Yeah. Yeah, we're at the bottom of the the, 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 the ski uh, ski hill. Yeah, it's Mount Sutton. Yeah, it's Mount Sutton. Okay, yeah. and people, and it's right now. It's kind of to, coming towards the end of the season. I would imagine. Yeah, that. already. Yeah, we're at, we're beginning of March now, and it ends up at uh, mid April. Mid April. Okay, yeah. that's when all. The so we still goes. have like a month and a half to go. Yeah. Okay, so it's not too bad. Yeah, um, not too bad. <laughs> okay. That's, yeah, it's pretty cool. I can tell it feels like that. I kind of was saying before, it feels like Vermont coming into here with like yeah. the, the country roads and the, yeah. the farms and stuff like that. Yeah. So a super cool vibe. Um, before we get into all the deal, what are we drinking right here, my man? Uh, it's uh, called uh, Simplement Nelson. It's, uh, it's a single hop IPA brewed with the Nelson Sauvignon hops. Man, and, you can really get that like, yeah. white wine, great kind of vibe. Yeah, it's very unique uh, hops. We don't have like a lot of this hops because it's... Expensive. It's kind of yeah, it's, it's expensive and it's kind of hard like as we have like super small contract here. But uh, yeah, it's fun to brew with, with different kind of hops and this one we're always try to to make a recipe that that very show the hops and uh, I, I I think uh, we've done well. No, this is this really one. good, super bright. <laughs> Um, we were saying earlier, the only beer I'd had from you guys was the uh, collab with Cathargine in Montreal. Yeah. The, uh, what was that called again? Uh, Tandem. Yeah, the uh, Pale Ale. Yeah. Super dope. So this is the first one of your beers I've had. It's exactly kind of what I expected. Fire haze, chalky, creamy. <laughs> got This one's got the nice white wine, a little bit earthy as well. And that's fantastic. Um, I saw as well, there's, there's a whole series. This is the Saint-Thomas is the series, yeah. single hop series. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's not always like... Uh, it's always like hop forward, but like we we can brew like a session IPA or an IPA, double IPA, American wheat ale, like they can vary within that series. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it depends on the hops and what we want to do about it. Yeah, but right. and we always play with the recipe. Like it doesn't mean that it's the it's a single hop IPA that it'll have the will have the same. Uh, uh, grain bill. Like grain bill. Right. Yeah, exactly. So you keep it the same, but then if it's a wheat ale, it's the same. If it's double IPA, it's the same bill across the... No, bill. no, it's not the same bill. Not as the, uh, the IPA, but if they're every double IPA that has a single hop, it's the same grain bill and stuff as well? No. No? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, we play with, with wheat, malted barley, uh, okay. uh, and uh, oat, and uh, malted Sick. oat. Yeah, right. we love to play with it. Yeah, yeah got to. Okay, amazing. So this is the first time in uh, at the brewery here. I always want to know what... What does Lamontage mean and why is there a boat in the logo? Yeah, it's, it's hard to explain in English. I don't think they have like the right... Um, like translation? Translation, yeah. But, it, but it's when like two boats, uh, like and, and the pirate time, like when two, two boats were like crossing each other and then start to fight. Oh. So... Oh, like then, boarding like, another yeah, boat. Yeah, yeah, boarding another board. Yeah. Oh. So that means that. And when we started homebrewing <clears throat> with my girlfriend, Dominique, and was it was like the... We were thinking about a name that that, that 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 fit with us and we just kept it when we 
when when we started here. Yeah, I like it. And what was the like? It's a small boat, like just like you can just come here and like drop the anchor and stay at the bar and uh, yeah, ah, chill. Uh, but but, but yeah, we're cool. not close to a to a, a big boat. Uh, like yeah, no. a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes sense. I always wondered because I was like, I didn't really put the uh, the board part of it, like actually meaning that. Okay, fascinating. Now, uh, let's start into the story of the brewery. So, when did you get into beer, and then how did that lead to? The well, we started like I, I started brewing with uh, Dominic, my girlfriend, when we were like eighteen, nineteen years old. Okay, which was ten years ago. Ready? And yeah, we at in the garage of our parents, and nice. we, we were starting like trying different stuff. We were really into like a, it was the beginning of the IPAs, let's say that here. Yeah, twenty ten ish probably. So. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, after that, like I, I study as a graphic designer, and I didn't like it like to work on my computer all day. And yeah. and we were loving beer very very much, and always try always wanted to try different kind of beer okay. and so yeah and and one of my friend was doing like a like design for McCoslin and then he said like they yeah they're looking for a brewer so I said yeah okay let's let's apply for this and I got the job so is that 2010 or is that a little uh, later? Uh, 2011 2011 okay. yeah yeah and then Dominic uh, applied for a job at the Glutenberg and oh, no. got the job as a brewer too oh that's crazy so yeah, we were brewing there for a couple of time. Then Dominic went back to school to to start the, the business plan. Okay. And then I moved to some to uh, another brewery more smaller at La Marabouille. Okay. And, Montreal. Yeah, in yeah. Montreal and Saint Denis, and really started to do like craft beer more than just uh, like working in like huge brewery. The big one. Of. Yeah. What did you learn from working in uh, and like? Like to 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 work on a tight schedule and uh, yeah. yeah and yeah I learned like pretty much everything like f like it's it's the best school like right. you, you you just start mm -hmm. your day and you have like you'll have to brew like four beer during your shift so right. so it's kind of a, a lot, lot and and in, and it's it's very interesting and then at La Marabois was another another style completely like we were right. coming in the day drinking beer while brewing and casual much casual, casual yeah exactly interesting because i find that like it's super common in montreal that brewers in toronto it's amsterdam in montreal it's mccallson yeah like or uh it's like one, one of the two one. someone always they always kind of go through that i feel like it kind of helps you nail down the processes and like you said the schedules one. and like how things are done effectively yeah i guess or efficiently yeah, and then you can then take that and then mold that into when you go into a smaller brewery. It's almost better to start big and then go small. Yeah, to, just to be more creative, because because you're not like <clears throat> creative you, there, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, like here's the sheet. You gotta do this, this, this. You exactly. can't think about it. They can't. Well, you have to think about it because <clears throat> if they have any problem. But we were like four brewers to do like a, 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 a seven day shift, so a seven day schedule. Right. So we were like always working and brewing, but but it, it it's not like. You always bring the same recipe in a brew pub. Like, right. if, if the master brewer, the, the head brewer, start like bring a, a sheet, and today we're brewing this. Oh, nice, very interesting. And then mm. we like we can discuss about it, and, and then yeah, right. it's, it's way more creative, and it's 
and it's what I love to do about this job, you know. Right. Job, let's say. Did you get to create recipes at La Mirabeau? No, no, no. It was just personally. production brewing type of thing. Yeah, and uh, and I was like not the, the the head brewer, so I was like we were always discussing, but we were brewing lagers, and it was yeah, like I was still very young, and right. and, and just I wanted to know like everything, but uh, yeah, we like it's it's here that I really started to like fully uh, fully doing my 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 stuff. And, okay. Yeah. How? When did you guys decide that you wanted to start your own place? Like when we we decide like we want to open our, our your own, own brewery, uh, yeah. Pretty much when we started at and and our, our garage, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was like <laughs> yeah, we're like it's super fun. Let's let, let's make a, a living of it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we were young and 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 uh, and yeah, and, yeah. That's amazing. We were very young and we didn't think about like the, the whole process of it, but we were like, <laughs> yeah, let's do this. It sounds fun then. And we love brewing beer and our friends said they love it, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're at La Marabois. Dominic went uh, back to school to sort of put together the business plan yeah. properly. Yeah. And then this place came together. And in 2015, we, we, 2015. we, we bought this place and, uh, why Sutton? When we um, live here? Well, yeah. We live well, here? well, we were living at uh, at Montreal for uh, for a job in school. But uh, I'm from Coensville, which is like 15 minutes oh, in that, that direction. Yeah, yeah. And Dominique's from Bromont, which is 15 minutes in the other direction. Okay. And we were skiing here and doing like um, road cycling and running here. So it was like the perfect place. And and every time we, we uh, like for an après ski. Um, they didn't have like any place to go grab a beer, so we always went to uh, like Bromont to the Brumont uh, okay. there, or yeah, or just a, a bunch of people at the at, at the at the at the chalet and drink beer. But there, there was missing, like it was missing. Like a brew pub. Yeah, a a proper brew pub. Brew pub yeah, from the area yeah, a proper brew pub. Let's say. So that's why you were like, hey, no one's doing it. We're from there anyway. Yeah. It's probably clearly a lot cheaper than Montreal, so you can have like a better place for a better price. Yeah, yeah, but 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 it was like our plan was really different than than like what Montreal has, and right. we we didn't want to like uh, have a family in Montreal, so we we were so in love with the nature and everything, so it was kind of like it was the right place to do it. And, it made more sense to you. So yeah. from the beginning. And this kind of comes into the the theme of the podcast here. So, were you brewing this style of beer in 2015, which was um, probably not even popping back then, if I'm not mistaken? No, no. Uh, back in 2015, it was like all about the Yakima. Mm. So we were West like, and- so we were like trying to do like something, let's say, similar to the Yakima, because yeah. I was so in love with this beer and it. It was the beginning of the IPA in Quebec, I think. I, I would very, agree. Very like that. Like that like th- it wasn't like a West Coast, but not uh, not an East Coast either. Like no. it, it was just an, an in between, very refreshing IPA, and um, yeah. So I started like bringing like kind of that kind of like Yakima style or IPA style, but then I realized like then we went to Vermont to like uh, Lost Nation and then Prohibition Pig. And then to uh, like Il Farmstead, it, it was my first time there in, in 2016. And then I realized like after I drank like Edward, I was like, yeah, this is this is what we I want to do. This. Yeah, yeah. And and then I I started like working on the yeast and very much very hard because uh, 
uh, like every system is different and you like it, it always depends on your brewing technique and everything but uh, yeah we really f we, we started focusing more on the yeast and then uh, the grain bill or the other or the hops and then we find like the right one for for a system and uh, yeah I think it like and this end of summer 2016 it, it really started to brew like more like let's say hazy beer and uh, more more on the aromatic than the the bitterness of the right. hops. So that, in, I'm just even thinking back to when I got, I think I got into, I had my first New England IPA at end of 2016, like fall type of thing. And that was ahead of the game at the time. Like I got it in Toronto and there was nobody, no one was doing it anywhere yeah. aside from, I guess, New England. Yeah. So. Well, there were like, I, I also went to uh, Bellwood and in uh, summer 20, 2016 and were they had like the Jutsu. Jutsu was Jutsu, Jutsu hazy then because I don't know if it was always yeah it was yeah it was it, it was, was hazy yeah okay. and it was really something too yeah it's a great beer yeah it, it is beer. it is it's a yeah it's perfect pillow. so that is a okay interesting because I think I even missed that boat I kind of got back into I used to live up the road from Bellwoods when I lived in Toronto and okay. I was there like in their first week and when they first opened and it was all. There was some Belgian triples. It was like some wild ales and, and stuff like that. It was not what it was. So okay. I didn't even try it again okay. until I think just after that. And then okay. I was like, yo, what happened? Like, yeah. these guys are killing it. So I think that it's, it feels like then that you guys, you were you then the first New England IPA in Quebec? No, I don't think so. Who no, was I don't before think so. you then? Because I'm, so, I'm trying to figure out the timeline well, throughout this podcast. And 2016... I don't know if Nord uh, come out by then. Yeah, I think so. I think so because someone, I haven't tried it, but uh, La Petite Bière, the, the. Emily? Yeah, I think so. Came here with and drank one of her session IPA, the Taiga, and said, like, it tastes like the, the Nord like, you guys are awesome. And I haven't tried the Nord yet. So it was. And it was 2016, eh? Interesting. Okay, I have, to, I have to find that out. I think so. Okay. Or maybe, like, yeah, I think but, so. But. Hmm. Okay, I'm still. I'm trying to sort of piece it. But I, but I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not the first. One no, not the first. One. No, okay, no. But you were still <laughs> ahead of the game significantly in that like you weren't seeing this style at home. You had to find it in the states. Yeah, and then you were like, hey, yeah, I pretty love much. This. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to make this. Yeah. So when you started introducing Hayes to the brew pub, yeah. In a in a place like this, I'm looking around the brewery. It definitely looks like a bunch of locals having lunch right now. Like it's it's rammed out there. Mm -hmm. Um, I always find it fascinating when it's a small, I don't know why I always think, oh, a small town is just, I've been to some small towns, they just want a ruse and a blonde and a porter. Mm -hmm. So then you're giving them some haze and I'm like, yeah. what's going on here? Well, how, how did people respond to it? Well, at the beginning, um, uh, like, yeah, I was trying like to always like brew a better IPA. So we only had like one IPA on tap and I was okay. like brewing very often. So I, I, I started to change like a small thing every, every batch. Okay. Just till I was fully happy with the result and, it, and it's the Bagay, which is our flagship IPA. Okay. And yeah, but we, we change it like very like just a small thing every time till we were like fully embracing the style of the, 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 the New beer. England style. And I, of course at the beginning that like the beer started to get more, let, let's say hazy because we were adding hops, a lot of hops. Right. Dry and, hopping. And, and, and dry hopping. And then we changed, we changed like the, the, the whole like uh, water, and um, and of course at the beginning people were like yeah it's kind of like more hazy than usual and every batch they were like <laughs> but we were changing the beer like every like weeks and a half or two weeks 
so they were like yeah yeah getting yeah used to it. yeah exactly and it's not it wasn't what it's now so yeah. so like we were able to play and and people were were uh, very uh, res- receptive re- yeah receptive about this and <laughs> it, it turns out very well and now we only brew like i'm not brewing like english ipa or west coast none, IPA. Of, that. No, no. none of that no i don't like it how long did it take for you to go from that first inspired by Edward Batch to only brewing uh, haze, like was like, clearly it was a slow process, and that's really smart because you, yeah. you're, you're you're educating your consumers yeah. over time without scaring. But them. also me, like, yeah. <laughs> but right. like, so you're you, learning as they yeah, go. exactly. Oh. Like, uh, I, like I wasn't changing like everything from from all like. Uh, like let's say like when we find like the, the good recipe we were like okay let's play with the yeast now so mm-hmm. we try like different yeast and, and I know a lot of people are brewing like with London L tree but we're not using London L tree in our beer we right. want to do something else and also every system is different and but uh, yeah it, it took a year let's say a year that's pretty quick uh, well I mean, but then the style got pretty popular within the year, and I would imagine yeah. thinking back on my drinking behavior. But on 2017, we're on. only brewing uh, only haze. But well, we we don't have them though. But only hazy IPA, parallel, and session IPA and double IPA. That's but but, but but we also brew like we're like I'm really in, like let's say like uh, Ill Farmstead very inspired me, and every way like. Because you don't get the hype from a brewery that brew a, a very famous a brown ale, let's say. Like you ju- you're judging a beer by like it's sour or it's IPA or it, like maybe today pastry stout, but it, it, like not about a red ale or something. But I want people like to 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 learn and it's good an IPA, but it's also good a brown ale. It's also good like a, an American red ale. So. So yeah, and, and this is why I love so much like Bill Farmstead. Like they they they, they bring ex, like fantastic beer, but like you can go there and have like a pale ale of Edward, and and it's fantastic. And you can also have like a, a brown ale, which is also fantastic. And, right. Yeah. So that just knowing that every style can be done well was like yeah, all right, well. And I guess then it's not interesting to you. I guess at this point, then you're doing brown and and red ales and stuff like that is not really like. I mean, it doesn't seem to fit with the brand now anyway, but like, I guess, did that ever, I guess, were you doing them? Yeah. You were doing them yeah. initially, I guess, yeah. for the first year or so. Yeah. Okay. But, but now we're like, at the beginning we were like half and half, because I was from McAuslin and La Marabouin, we were very into like English beer. So I started like as an English pub with also like IPAs from, from the, the, the East Coast. And now, but now we're fully like, a, we're more like an American your pub, yeah, and it feels like that definitely. Looking at the tap list as well, mm-hmm. and like yeah. looking at the stuff. But um, we we don't have like twelve IPAs on tap. Right. What what do you? How many taps do you have here? At uh, twelve, but now we're nine. We have nine beer on tap. Nine on right now. Yeah. How many of those are IPAs or very or double uh, IPAs? Three. Three. Well, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And what else is up there? I uh, look, I we have like a, an American barley wine. We have like a sweet stout. Uh, blonde L for, for everyone uh, right. and English uh, blonde L. Uh, we also have like a Bison. Wow. Yeah, we have a Bison. My mother loved Bison. So, <laughs> so you Bison. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> you gotta, and, gotta keep mom happy. Yeah, exactly. We also have like an American brown L. Okay. On tap. And, yeah, okay. And it, and, yeah. So you're not totally, okay, so that's, I definitely missed that part then. So you're not totally. Um, no, I'm not 
fully embracing face with no the, okay no. Why, why is that well we're a pub and and i want everybody to be happy and and yeah like i rather have like three or four ipas or pale ale or double ipa on tap and to be like super fresh batch instead of like have 10 beer that all like come down together uh, okay yeah. right so you have and the ipas they'll tap quick and you can turn them over yeah. So there's always really, really fresh IPAs yeah. at all times. Yeah. Like you can tell, this was super... F- when did you brew this one? Um, well, the, the, the brew day was like less than a month ago. So that means it's only been not even two So it's really. like uh, on tap for like a week and a half now, and it's almost done. So Damn. enjoy while it lasts. <laughs> do, do you uh, tend to do beers? Aside, of course, the Pukai, the, the flagship, that one you do over and over, but do yeah. many of them you bring back? Do you like kind of cycle them or do you always do different ones? No, I love to like rebrew the same beer because like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like if you just like, in my opinion, when, when you like brew like all the time different beer, you like, like you don't know like the, 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 the change that you that you made on the other batch like what would uh, that make how would that affect exactly yeah okay, okay, okay. so yeah i love the idea of like brewing this beer and then like take a lot of note and then rebrew it like maybe not the 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 the, 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 the same month but maybe the next month or two or three next i love that it remind, yeah do you, I, I clearly you're a vermont fan too like mm-hmm. you've been to um berlington beer co no, I don't know. No, Burlington no. Beer Co. Oh yeah, I'm Burlington sorry. Beer Co. That, yeah, that fast. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. They, they yeah. were the ones yeah. I I seen do that the most. I love how they do that. They roll their beers out by doing say like Wizards, complicated yeah. being a wizard. You only see that like four times a year, so they'll bring that back every two to three months. Yeah. So like every time you go, you'll be able to get some a, a couple new things and then a couple of classics. Yeah. That aren't always. I think there. it's important. Like I love that. For, for the for the fan for the people it's, it's yeah. important to have like their like like let's say flagship ipas or like flagship beer like uh, like you said like bellwood with jutsu or yeah. Hill farmstead with edward you, you go to Hill farmstead you always, always have, have edward on that yeah it's just like it's a cool way to do it so give people something familiar that's always tweaked and it's always mm-hmm. getting better and then also there's something new that may or may not come back yeah, depending exactly. on the response how you feel yeah. i like that i think that's a really smart way to do it well, it's different because I know like the guys at Mesorem, like which I love, and and they always bring like new beer every time. And Vincent is like crazy with that, with its crazy idea, and uh, and Marc Andre with his label is doing yeah. like crazy label all the time. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like there's two different ways, and and it's fun to go uh, on on either side. Yeah. Say. yeah. Interestingly enough, they just brought back Brain Dead. They just yeah. re-released it, which is the first beer they brought back that I'd seen. So I think they're starting to maybe bring back some faves. Maybe. It's, it's uh, interesting. I, you're right. It is two different tracks. Yeah. I'm starting to see them do just, just a little bit of that. Yeah. What you're doing. Well, I, I think for Vincent too, it's, it's, it's interesting to like rebrew and then do, do some small, tiny change. And, and, yeah. and, and as a brewer, it's important to like always learn. Cause, yeah. Particularly because they're so new compared to you. I mean, they've only been mm-hmm. open for seven, eight months or something like that. Why? Why? They're pretty new and the first beers for them were quite green and stuff. And now they're, you know, being able to tweak them with yeah. new knowledge and stuff. And I think that's, dope. I mean, you're a bunch of years ahead of them to be able to know your system. Well, we're different. For sure. I mean, it's when different, different sizes and, yeah. and space, but also yeah. like you've, you've been able to, to learn the ins and outs of yeah. this place and you know what's Yeah, yeah. Better. They're super new and they, they like... <clears throat> Like it, it, like it takes time to know your system and how it works and 
and as I said, like every system is completely different. Completely, and right? Yeah. You, you might have the same recipe, it won't be the same at all. No, whether it's scaled or whatever. Yeah, I know. You guys did a collab too? Yeah, with uh, MSFM. Yeah. yeah, they came here? Yeah, yeah, Vincent came here and uh, yeah, yeah, they come like uh, Marc-André came here often just to drink beer. Uh, nice. He goes snowboard and, and nice. just grab a couple. What, uh, what did you guys do together? Uh, when when they came here, we did a like a double dry up IPA with uh, uh, only dry up with uh, mosaic and mosaic cryo. Nice. To very really put forward the, the mosaic, I think like we do love mosaic and <laughs> it's a great yeah. hub. Yeah, it's a great hub. It's like a two go hubs, let's say. Oh yeah, you can't mess that one up. Yeah, no, no, not you really. Can't, you can't make <laughs> a bad really. mosaic and citrus. You can't mess that up. Yeah, no, it's I it's don't. like the, the OG of like. <laughs> Uh, New England style, like yes, let's say that. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. Like you go everywhere, and 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 if it's like a New England style IPA with mosaic and citra, like it's it's you know what it's gonna taste, and and it's a, a safe shot for sure. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Are you guys gonna do? We were talking about it a bit earlier. Are you gonna do that beer at the yeah. brewery? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the plan. Yeah, we were uh, like uh, they they just received their their uh, folder folder. A fooder. Yeah, so From, they have like uh, three or four. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So they were like over the top with this and, and everything, but we we're planning uh, to brew it uh, this spring. Yeah. Nice, yeah. that's great. What was it called? Uh, Bateau Fantôme. Okay, what does that mean? Like a ghost boat. Ghost, ghost, okay. ghost yeah. boat, I like that. Yeah. That's dope. Oh yeah, because they death stuff, your boat stuff. Yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's dope. And I, I, I like it even more that um, that you guys, that the, the breweries that are doing the forward thinking kind of trendy stuff are working together and that are already friends. I think that's like super sick. Yeah, well, we love each other's beer. So it was like, it, like it makes sense to brew like something that we both love and, yeah. and discuss about it too. Cause it's, it's the fun part about doing a, a collab. Yeah. It's like learning from each other and yeah. We were talking about this a little earlier about the, the collab stuff. Um, it's definitely a good thing because you're a brew pub. We're sitting yeah. in for people who are watching, we're sitting in the brew pub, people who are listening, we're in a, a room with about one, two, three, six four. fermenters. No, four. Four fermenters. Oh, yeah. and then the brew house, of course. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a, a tighter space, um, and you're only able to produce the beer for on site. Yeah. Aside from growlers, a couple of growlers, a couple of growlers here and there <laughs> if you're lucky, um, but otherwise it's typically the stuff on site. Yeah. Um, so in future, getting your name out there amongst. A wider audience is a little tougher when you're a location-based brew pub. But aside from maybe getting in a a canner, a mobile canner yeah. here or something to do one batch or whatever, doing collabs in different places is one way for you to really sort of expand the brand. And that's how I feel like I don't remember how I heard of you. Either someone I, I kept it came up on Instagram or something, and people were like, yeah, these guys are sick. They do haze, and they're like, all right, because it's like that rare in Quebec. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but but like you like like because it's funny because like people are like buying a beer on the on just the photo, like you haven't tried. I haven't tried, <laughs> but but now you've tried it. And I get the hype, and it was yeah. real. I, I felt like the, uh, the yeah, four but, origins of the. But club. a lot of people are just like like buying a picture. And, that's true. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I really think, and I, and I guess you're trying to say that is kind of ridiculous that people are buying a picture, and it is. A bit, but yeah, it's but part of the game. It is part of the game, and I think in this province, where it's so few and far between to have really exceptional New England IPAs, mm -hmm. that you're, like, it's almost dumb, but if, if they look like how these beers look, mm -hmm. um, 
it almost guaranteed that it's good. Why? Because I'm, a yeah, lot of breweries that. are doing New England's that maybe they don't not really into it or they're just doing it because oh, it's just another style that people Why? are drinking. Yeah. And then you can see it's kind of opaque at best, and mm-hmm. it's and not then really they add normal. like a uh, like. A, Oh, uh, flour. Uh, flour, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I know like back in the days, like uh, Tired Hand, we were doing like a, a, their milkshake IPA with flowers. Yeah, yeah. they suddenly do that. Flour, yeah. So flour to, to, to milk in an apple. Yeah, it yeah. And I get that. And it was like, this came back from like, back in the days in Belgium, they were doing like wheat beer with, uh, with flour. Really? Yeah. That's how they hazed it up there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It so, seems like cheating, but... Yeah, I do. Yeah, well, yeah, of but course it is. It is, in my opinion. I'm not mad at it, though. Like, no, because I know, like, mm-hmm. like you can do whatever you want, actually, with beer. Right. And, and if it's not good, people won't buy it. But if it's good, like, like there's nothing to, like, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Period. No, I love that. Um, but then I guess people are seeing your beers and they're like, yeah, what is this? And pe- mm-hmm. because people travel for beer, mm-hmm. particularly this style of beer, you'd probably, I would imagine you'd get a decent volume of, of people coming from elsewhere who have seen you online and I'm like, yo, what is this? <clears throat> is that accurate that you get, you, you've noticed that there's people say coming in from the States or, you know, well from the States. Yeah. A bit more than, than from Quebec. Like is that from, cause you're so close? Yeah, Quebec? I think so. Yeah, I think so. People okay. like on vacation, they come from Boston, from, from the, the Vermont, Massachusetts. And yeah, they, they, they love to come here and they say like, yeah, we go uh, often to foam and then we came here and it's like, we're like, I love, I love your IPA too. So it's kind of nice to have like this, hmm. this, it's like it's 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 a very nice like uh, like the camaraderie or, or the, yeah I guess well, it's shared interests yeah and um, but in Quebec no like if you want to like we're like an hour and a half from Montreal so it's kind of like a, a long way but every time like people go to Denham for a bottle release then they come here after but it's not we don't have like also we don't have the same crowd. You know? it must be completely different yeah. yeah but they they like if they want to like have a saison they go there and then come here like to grab an ipa or right uh, sometimes it crosses over but typically it doesn't i guess and that's a little interesting because it was i thought this was an hour from montreal so it's an hour and a half and yeah then, but you're 15 minutes from the vermont border yeah and then that means it's about 30 to 60 minutes from burlington i think it's about 60 minutes right? yeah it's hour. more like <clears throat> it's more like an hour and 15 minutes so technically you're closer to burlington than yeah Georgia. yeah oh yeah from burlington and ill farmstead is an hour from me from there yeah see that's crazy so, yeah, so that would explain why do the people who are coming from the states do they know what they like they're coming for the haze i don't know i don't know I, I'm, I'm not always behind the bar so no, i don't know f- yeah i'd be curious because I feel like they're the like particularly the Massachusetts folks. Yeah, like, they know what the hell is going on. Like, yeah, of course. With, with, with Trillium and yeah. Treehouse and. Uh, so for them coming here, I mean, for them it was. I always find it interesting when you go to the states and everyone's like, like happy to share beers like that that are hard to get for us typically. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. yeah, whatever, whatever. So I feel like they know their stuff with the haze, and if they're coming here, they probably. Well, I'm just be curious if they're. I don't know. Cause, it out. Yeah. Because they can't have tried it. No one would have brought it to them unless they had a growler. Yeah. Or they couldn't have traded like in the mail yeah. for like cans Why? and stuff, Why? you know, like, so I just find that interesting. I'd be Why? curious to how your discovery looks because it's something that's like more unique in the sense of your location mm-hmm. and also the lack of packaging. So for people to find you, they really have to be like, I need to get yeah. something to get. Yeah. This maybe, maybe one day we'll have like a hype, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not looking for this. I'm happy with, <laughs> with, yeah. with this and we'll 
yeah, we'll know one day if uh, maybe like people will come over just just for IPAs. But but now it's good and yeah, I'm I'm not as I said I'm not looking for the hype of of this and yeah, it's it's way more fun actually that people come here and say oh my god this is delicious and I and I didn't know you were uh, like you you were here like right. or you were brewing IPAs or oh, so a lot of accidental yeah a lot of people come here like on vacation and say oh you're a brew pub and everything. We're not following you on Instagram or Facebook yet, yeah. Interesting. Okay, that sort of surprises me, but I guess also being that it's a ski area mm-hmm. and that people are just kind of going to a pub because they want to have a drink after yeah. a ski type of yeah. thing, that they're like, oh, here's a pub, this looks cool. And so it's like, just a nice surprise. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, shit, because I feel like that wouldn't happen too often, just in my experience of going to a town. But we don't have a lot of beer geek here. Right. So the the... the Typical clientele. What are they? Just locals, or are they just skiers? Or um, during the week, it's more local for locals. sure. Because okay. we couldn't live just on on the the, the, the ski crowd. Yeah, the ski or the, the summer crowd or tourists. Right. And we didn't want to do it either. Like we wanted to do it for both. Right. For for, for the, the weekender and also the the, the local. So um, yeah, it's 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 a bit of both. But like as I said, like it's not about like the beer geek or everything. We're right. we're bringing the beer that we want to drink, and it happened to be like New England style IPA mostly. Right. And uh, Engl- uh, and a bit of a English beer too. So. Right. So it keeps sort of everybody happy still. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you think you're you ever get to the stage where you've got like seven or eight of the nine of the 12 taps type of thing uh all haze or do you think maybe maybe but right now yeah maybe like during the summer of course this summer is going to be like the like all the locals now are drinking our ipas mostly it, it, right. it's the beer that, that we sell the most it's a it's the pagaida or the flagship baguette. ipa and yeah like it's it's like we sell most more of the ipas than or blondale let's say okay so, so it turns out a bit, yeah. So up. maybe this summer we'll we'll have like seven or eight IPA parallel session or that double was, IPAs. Gotcha. Like yeah. a nice variety because that's what people come for. Yeah. Okay. But also, yeah. But all all the time, like mostly IPAs, uh, American beer, American so, style yeah. beers. Okay. Yeah. So then, like the pagai, would that be something? Would you ever consider canning that one because that's the yeah maybe one? yeah yeah it if was it was yeah it 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 was the I like. Mm, the, the idea in the air like do you go somewhere and do the canning the, the bad guy but maybe one day but right now like as i said like we're like the, 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 the we're on tuesday and the, the pub is what well, was full for for dinner uh, for for lunch so it's like we don't need it, it it's it's more like right. for me to to have a have a can on the on the on the shelf on the shelf thing. yeah and is it important to you or not really at this is, point? Is, is, is it, it important to you to have a can available for people or not? Not right now. Well, <clears throat> you have like so many like choice on, on the on the tablet and everything. Like there, there's so many beer right now. And yeah. and even if it's very, very good, like the Nares, now we have like Nares like, uh, and, the, and the grocery just in front. And there's always Nares. Like people right. like, it's like you get a hype and then it turns down a bit. Except for like uh, Bacanada, which all their products are just always like on on point and insane in my opinion, and and uh, and but Mezarem too, but Mezarem are always like are only selling on at their uh, tap room. Right. So uh, yeah, well maybe one day I'd love to like have my 
chance somewhere and but it's it's not important for now i don't like i'm not thinking that much about it right so you're not trying to like expand quickly or like we, we thought about it but <clears throat> right now like we have like a, a a nice lifestyle and we're not we're not just brewing beer right yeah we, we do love our like, lifestyle like to have like a time for our children and uh, yeah an actual free time off. yeah actually yeah would you be i guess you might be concerned then if you do if you did sort of expand like that then you might have to get more equipment and then it's just all this thing that takes up more time yeah and 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 also like you like having like great employees not always that easy now now we're very lucky we have like a like let's say like a new brewer with me and he's he's fantastic he's also worked like part-time at denam so he, so we can like he like he can work here part time and go to Vietnam part time and is right. but like if you're not a, like a, a great brewer like you're not gonna make like great beer mm-hmm. even if you have the best system you have to be so like it's all about the people yeah and it's yeah making great beer you have to be great you have to be good at making great beer yeah that makes sense yeah. okay. So it's like, not yet. So right now, people don't expect cans just yet. No, not yet. But do expect more collabs. I'd love to, yeah. yeah. Well, if it fit with, with the people and the people I met, yeah. yeah. Is there any collabs coming up that you can talk about? Well, we're doing the, the uh, probably going to do the, the collab this spring with the MSRM. Nice. The, the Double Dry Up IPA. Also with the Emporium, we're going to brew like a, a new beer uh, later this uh this March. And they're in, in uh, Quebec City, right? Yeah. 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 Nice. They they just done one, one year's so. Nice. They're pretty it's, new. It's, it's, yeah, it's pretty new. And just, they just started to doing cans. Nice. Yeah. So you better get... And then you did the one with the tandem with... Um, yeah, with uh, Farley Jean. Yeah. In Montreal. Yeah. And that was in cans. Yeah. So it's it's another way to get... I guess the point is getting your name out there. In yeah. Canada. Well, it was it was super fun mm-hmm. with them. And, and, and I went there were the, uh, for the first time because the first time we brewed it was last june okay oh yeah yeah oh. We, we did and it was a very like it sells out very fast and then they rebrew this the batch. same recipe yeah the ah, same recipe. Yeah. i see okay i didn't realize because yeah. yeah. did they release it in cans the first time yeah but it was like yeah it they sells out very, very quick. fast yeah because that is there was an interesting beer for me because they don't do haze no exactly this is why it, 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 it was uh, our yeast and and our a bit of our technique and our water correction mostly and okay. and then we spoke about it and then we we we, we, we built the green bill together and everything but uh, yeah it was something different for them and it was very fun i i, I think like to have something different on tap for uh, for them too for them too yeah yeah because they, they're typically like a, uh, a gateway brewery they have a bunch of stuff where you can bring non-beer drinking friends and they've mm-hmm. always got some mm-hmm. easy drinking stuff yeah. and they've got some interesting stuff for the beer nerds yeah so it was cool to me to see that they did a collab with you guys just being that that's just not in their their mm-hmm. wheelhouse so i yeah. enjoyed that and i thought it was also my immediate thought was like oh i can finally try your stuff yeah. because it's not really like it's no you have, come, you, you have to come you have to come here yeah you have to come here yeah you have to come here and you're but, but but that's cool isn't it like it's makes it makes it more appealing. like uh like like i'm always talking about ill farmstead but ill farmstead you have like now they're doing a bit of cans but like just a year ago or two years ago they were only doing growlers and you have to go you there to, 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 to their to their fin fond de l'port to yeah, grab their beer far, yeah. <laughs> yeah super far far away and uh, yeah i like that they are they started doing more they started focusing on vermont and putting 
I swear to God, every bar or restaurant yeah. we went to had Hill Farms there. Yeah, so always Edward. Always, always Edward. Yeah. Everywhere you go. And I yeah. always kind of felt guilty if I went and I didn't get it because then I get to drink it very much. I'm like, oh, I've had it a bunch of times. I'm like, should I get something else? Or should I just get it? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that. So would you have any of your beers like in licensees around the province at all? Like you're going to sell cakes to... Uh, well, we, 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 we don't have like the, the, the permit for it. Or oh, a different permit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you have okay. to be like a like a oh, like a production yeah, facility. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ah. We're in group up, so so yeah. We like as I said, we were talking about it, but uh, we we have to change the whole system if if, if we're doing it because we won't. If we start selling kegs, we won't be able to to, to keep fill, it. Yeah, yeah, the pub. It, yeah, for the pub. Right. And so. the, the the main focus is on the pub. <clears throat> like, okay. We we want people to come here and set in and and have a fully experience of the. Right, I, I absolutely the understand. The beer and the that. pub, and this then the, the city, and and it's something. It's very nice, and, and uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it seems like a beautiful town, and kind of like I'd like to see it in summertime as well. Like some other winter guy, they do this ski nonsense and stuff. Um, so I, I feel like it's it's beautiful. Just this whole region I've driven around here in the in the summertime for, and it's super nice. Like for food and when you come out to the yeah the yeah it's, and it's stuff. in Danam yeah 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 up that way super super nice yeah. Um, so I guess would they, would say if they had a special one-off event in Montreal. I guess I'm just trying to sort of position it for the people who are out of town. Like, mm-hmm. could they ever maybe sort of get to be? Yeah, them? maybe if we if we so get invited for something very nice, we will try you to pour there. Or yeah. so if they have a tap takeover of like. A well, nice a tap takeover would be hard because, as I said, we're we're, we're it's, that's, it's, that's that's correct. We're at that point right now. Yeah. So and um, but but like for, for to go to an event if it, if it's something very very nice. Maybe we'll, we'll think you about it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, but, but it's, it's not the case now. So. No, so just get your asses here. Right? Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get your asses. Here. <laughs> no, I love that. No, that's super cool. I like. I just like that you sort of like. I always find that the breweries that do the the best beer are the ones who brew what they want. Mm-hmm. And so you're brewing the type of beer that you wanted, even back in the day when it was barely popular at all in this part of the world. At least in Canada, you can say not even yeah. just Quebec. I feel like yeah, Canada, no, Canada. There yeah. was like Bellwood with the outlier for mm-hmm. sure, and Sawdust City with the one that I had. Like they had juice, and, and that was early. They, they canned that. I don't know if Bellwoods were bottling Jutsu at the time. But yeah, yeah, I had they, a bottle. A bottle. So even uh, back then the they juice. were doing it. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. So like they were probably the only one, arguably, and then Sawdust did theirs, and I was like, all right, cool. And that was Ontario, and then Quebec. I guess maybe Boreal was about Boreal, that time. Yeah. So it was just cool. Like I always find that though, like if you were making it because it was hot, and you're like, oh yeah, sure. It just wouldn't have turned out as well, probably. But it's good because you have a passion for it and that you figured it out. And yeah, well, I'm only brewing like the beer that I love, like yeah. since the beginning, because it's like it's hard to brew a beer that you don't like. Like how how are you gonna like adjust the recipe and then like you have to be like very passionate about the beer. Yeah. I think and it's it's it might be romantic to say that, but you you have to be in love with it because because other than that, you're just gonna say yeah it's. Yeah, it's a New England IPA. It's good. Let, let's go. Let, let's brew something else after that and, and yeah. everything. But you have like to learn and then like okay, but it could be better, I think, and this way or maybe like try different thing or adjust the water or try different yeast, but with the exact same recipe. Mm. So, yeah, I love IPAs and I think it it helped me a lot to brew good IPA. Let's say that. <laughs> Definitely. No, you can you can tell you you know what know what it is. It's it's cool. I've just had ones from from breweries before. You can tell that they're 
just doing it because they have to. So it's cool right. that you did it such a long time ago and then continued to refine it slowly mm-hmm. over time. And it was cool that you got to do it outside of the the, the hype sort of world. Yeah. Because it wasn't that hyped even up here back then. And then maybe 2017, 2018 started yeah. to get like, oh, yeah. like it's all well, people yeah. wanted. Right. So like you're able to kind of do it and, and nail it and lock it down, dial it in until- Yeah, well, it took it, 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 it took time too, so. Yeah, you needed that time. Yeah, right? yeah I needed like, that time, but I was at the beginning, so I was I had my time like to do it before all the hype and all the breweries started to brew. Right. Let's say that, yeah. Did you get, do you get to travel much to explore? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, we went to, but well, mostly for this style, we went to, to like a Trillium, we went to Hill nice. Farmstead, we went to like Night Shift at the beginning, oh, yeah. we went to like, uh, well, BBCO, Foam, a lot of time to Foam, just to just, just to try to understand, because they were always like, in the US, they, they bring like strong beer all the right. time. Like it's yeah, always like around seven or eight or 9%. Yes. And I, I I love to drink beer. So, so, so I was like, yeah, okay, let's do this but like at 6% or even like, okay, so they, they bring like Edward, which is 5%. So let's let's brew a pale ale that looks like an IPA and have the taste of an IPA, but at like 5.5%. Right. So yeah, we, we like we drank a lot of, Dominique and I drank a lot of beer and we also went to uh, uh, San Diego, to Mikeller nice. and yeah, to try like different yeah, different kind of beer, and and uh, we went to a modern time too. Modern times is so good. Yeah, it's so good, and they were like, they have like twenty beers on tap, and like a lot of IPA and yeah. different, and yeah, so, so yeah, we drank a lot of IPA too to to figure it out. Yeah, we also we still drank a lot of IPA too to, to, to try new things. Do you get to do that recently, or is that more a while ago? Like to discuss it so for the traveling, do you get yeah. to sort of go regularly or is that like, well, now with the kids, we're not going there as much as much as we can, as, as much as we also love. Cause with the kids, it's not always fun to like, this yeah, it's, it's fun, but sometimes Probably it's loud and, and everything, yeah. but we're planning to go, uh, to go to Maine and then go to Treehouse and, and try like other kind of IPA that we haven't tasted yet nice and but but we went to new york too to other half and it's beautiful uh, i love it yeah and it's very different too because that's this is like a the, sorry a big tap room with all like 20s ipas on tap and they all they they, they, they play a lot with like lot. single hub too yeah so it's very interesting i think single hub to like learn very lot like learn the, the potential of the hubs and then try to like build a recipe around this and then yeah so yeah, other half it's it's very something too. Yeah, that's a great one. Did you go to anywhere else in uh, New York, like Finback or? Um, no, we didn't went to Finback. Please. Uh, we went to yeah, we went there. Please is good. Uh, we went to um, Grimm. Oh yeah, Grimm of course, it's amazing. Oh, yeah, and um, we went to well, uh, no, we didn't have time to go to Evil Twin, but we drank some of the Evil Twin. We went to. That uh, just opened, I think. Yeah. Really recently. Yeah. Well, we went there like last fall. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, we took so two days that. to go there, and um, we went to um, uh, Tost, which Tost, is a, yeah, yeah. Brooklyn, yeah. So we had uh, the opportunity to finally drink because I always wanted to drink like a, a milkshake IPA from from Tidehand because they're because it's it's the idea of the milkshake they IPA. They, they, yeah, exactly with Omnipolo. So so yeah, I was thinking like. 
I, I never brewed a, a, a milkshake IPA, but I wanted to taste it, what it's supposed to, to, to taste before, like even try to build a <clears> recipe. <throat> and it's very, and it's not what was I expected. No. Because I drank something here in Quebec and even on, on, on the, in the Vermont, but it's not, not near. No. It's, Did you ever have, we went to Tide Hands in, uh, in the summer. It was crazy. They had the they had a margarita one, okay, which was cool. And then in cans they had extra vanilla, so like okay. a straight vanilla one. It was so sick. So the closest one I've had. Do you ever have Bellwood's Milkshark series? Yeah. So Milkshark is the closest one I've ever had yeah. to Tide Hands. But it's not as as extreme as you as as you. It's expected. not that crazy. No. no, no, exactly. Well, people here, I think some, some people here in Quebec, like they just like. Okay, uh, the, the milkshake IPA is nice. Let's brew a milkshake IPA, but but they never went to to tired hand, and they actually don't have an idea what it's supposed to taste. Yeah. I think, in my opinion, so it's important to very understand the style before brewing it. I agree, and and on that note, there's an, the other style that people haven't tried that they brew all the time are brute IPAs. A brut brute IPA, yeah. yeah. So we went we went to San Francisco in December, and I wanted to go. So it's from a brewery called Social in there in San Francisco, and they didn't have it. Okay. I was like, yo, I'm here. Like, come on, man. Like, how did you invent a style and you, and you didn't have that style available? Yeah, I yeah. Was, I was really <laughs> upset because I feel like I've had, I've gone every time I see a brute IPA, I always tried it. Like, they don't really, no one really makes them anymore. Like, they kind of came and went. Yeah, well, it was fast. Pretty fast. Last yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. Super fast. It was a super small line. Super small. And I, I really liked them. I thought they had potential, but I feel like nobody, I didn't, I haven't met a single human who has... Even people I know who live in San Francisco who are into beer have never even had the original. And I've never met a brewer who had. So I feel like it's interesting with Milkshake is that most people also probably haven't gone in. Cause it's like, you gotta go to Philly. It's kind of like out of the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, it's out of nowhere. I never went there either. either I, I was lucky enough to go to try it at Torst. Torst is good. Those type of bars in New York and, and Torst and Pro, uh, no, Prohibition, what's it called? Proletariat. In okay. Manhattan, the East Village, super small, but that's another beer bar that just has okay. like the craziest shit yeah. everywhere. But it's super nice to try different thing, even if you if you don't have the time to go like in Pennsylvania to drink like hop ham. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I guess like it's only like two hours from New York, so it's not that yeah. bad. But it's sort of like uh, you have to take the time. Yeah, you have to. Why would you leave New York just to drink this milkshake? Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So it's good that you got to try. It. Okay. So will you be making a milkshake IPA? I don't know yet. Not sure? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But I don't know. How do you feel about lactose in beer? Uh, we, 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 we brew for for fourth anniversary, uh, um, like an oat cream IPA. Yeah. Nice. You yeah. like it? Yeah, very much. Yeah, that'd be sick. We have a Twitter account called Team Lactose. Okay. Because <laughs> people don't, some people, it's like, it's like people love it or they hate it. Well, and I find that interesting. You can taste the lactose if you put too much, or you have to be careful it's with very that. Very careful, yeah. It, it like it, it, it could almost take like vanilla too, so it's very something. But but uh, yeah yeah, I'd love it. And it was with Galaxy and Mosaic, and yes. uh, it turns out very well. And I'm probably gonna rebrew it. But uh, yeah, I like I like I love lactose. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. We're on the same. But 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 not on every beer, not on every no. IPA. Like no, you don't need it all the time. You don't need it. I like the idea of the oat cream. I think uh, other half invented that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm, pre yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and I've started to see them pop up a little more. Not much here. Like, it's only a couple I've seen. Like, mm -hmm. Literally, like, two. Like, you're, and you're one of them. Um, and I think that's, that's kind of a cool way to look at it, because it's not quite a milkshake. It's not just a lactose IPA. Yeah, it's just to do add a bit of, of a mouthfeel in it. In yeah, it's not over the top. It's no, like, no. Just, just that right amount mm -hmm. that sort of hits it, particularly with the type of 
beer that you're making is perfect for it because it yeah. has to be like with the haze and just goes in with the with I guess that soft the oats yeah and stuff. yeah it helps the mouthfeel and yeah you have to put like a shitload of flake oh sorry yeah you can it's called beer enough that you can say fuck you one bro but yeah you have to put a lot of like to, to have like this great mouthfeel and then just add a bit of a lactose just to to like help the the, the whole things to 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 be like super like pillow. Pillowy. Pillowy. Yeah. 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 I love that word describing that. Um, and it was so that was just the fourth anniversary beer that you did. Yeah. Well, we, we brew like a, now we have like a sweet stout with like those, but for IPAs, yeah, it was our only time. And okay. Yeah. Do you ever do like the huge, uh, like big pastry stouts and stuff? We're like, not and fully into this right now, okay. but, but now we have like a sweet stout with a, with like uh, coffee and vanilla and lactose in it, nice. so so it's, so it's nice, but it's not like we didn't put like a crispy crunch and mashed on it because it's more for uh, like I'm not gonna lie, it's more for the show than uh, like yeah, if you totally put waffle. Totally to, no, 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 no. It's more like like uh, Evil Twin put like uh, uh, chicken wings and they're mashed in like a few really? days ago. Yeah. Is it? Did you try that beer? No. No. No, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't taste chicken, doesn't taste wings. chicken wings. Yeah, it was like a triple idea with chicken wings. So yeah, cool story, bro. But right. it doesn't change anything. So yeah. that's an interesting choice to put chicken wings in there. I've heard just yeah. some ridiculous stuff. That's good. Like be cheeseburgers and, and yeah, yeah. People well. get mad about that stuff. Well, you don't have to like you have yeah no. But like pure, be a purist. Get like well, I don't, yeah well. Do your stuff, and yeah, if if you're uh, if you're unhappy, fine. But like, don't like, it's just beer. At the end, it's just beer. It's just beer. Like, yeah. if if nobody drinks it, then it's not good. Then you'll do something else. And uh, but at the end, like people, people are who's behind the, like the, the the brew house and everything. They always want to like push the boundaries and and try different things for for the customer at the end, not for right. always for themselves. Right. You know, so like uh, Brewski made one with uh, like uh, cream cheese uh, last week, I think. Oh, they uh, cheesecake. Che- yeah, well, cheesecake. Yeah, but mm-hmm. they, they put like cream cheese. They put cream cheese as well. Yeah, okay. yeah, and, and the beer, I think. Really? I think so. Okay. But uh, I think it's fine. Like, if it's good, why not? <laughs> I don't know, but I I understand people want it like a brew like it like a Bitsnar or LS or everything, and, and it's also fine. But I don't know. It's, at the end, it's just beer. To have fun with it. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you on that. I feel like people take uh, way too take to be way too serious and a, get like yeah a bit yeah. We did a collab with a brewery recently. And had we put glitter in it. Red. Yeah, glitter. I saw it so, on, uh, yeah. on uh, Instagram. Um, yeah. And people, no, not many people got mad. I thought people would be furious about it because even mentioning it in the past, people are like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I'm like, but no one really said anything. Okay. I was like, all right. Like it was, and it's a good beer. We're getting there, man. <laughs> yeah, slowly but surely. Like I guess yeah. at the end of the day, like I understand the, the traditional stuff. Like I've probably only been into beer. You've probably been into beer longer than me. Like mm-hmm. I was in 2011 when I got into it properly, and so I'm not like I'm not 25 years deep. Yeah, and no. like you know, beer needs to have four, you know, that type of shit. Like some of these purists are, are very serious about it, and I respect it because you know, if you go to Europe, it's, it's very serious with like a Czech pilsner has this, and a mm-hmm. German one has this, but. I don't know. It's just North America, where like you said, we have fun. We get yeah. to do. Cool well, stuff. I think like you have like uh, one of my photo teacher told me back in the days, like you have to l- learn the technique and then forget it. Hmm. Like 
you 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 have to know your base and then forget it and just be yourself you after that. But but you have to learn the the the, the base, of course. And you know exactly how things are supposed to be, and then you can adjust it accordingly. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. That's a good. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, I think so. Because it's it is a fun way to do it. Have you? Would you ever do stuff like putting the cakes and cereals and, and donuts and shit in beer, or is it like maybe one day? But right now, it's still just fire haze. Yeah. Yeah, we're good with this, and and we also love like a good like imperial stout, just like straight imperial stout, like ten percent, right. and, and and just to add, like not, don't put everything in it, and and it's it's good, it's different, but but I do respect like people who want to do pastry stout or like a yeah. smoothie beer, or I'm fine with it. I'm 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 gonna sleep well with it. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do uh, sours? No, I never brew no? sour. We brew like a smoothie beer like two years ago, and we didn't call it a smoothie beer, but it no. was. We put so much like raspberry in a beer. It was nice. for our third anniversary, and it like it came out as a smoothie. It was very it's like really thick. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 Washing the keg was <laughs> was something. Yeah. I love those beers. But it, but it was like two years ago, <laughs> and and it, we didn't call it a smoothie beer. It was just like. I don't think it was way. a thing two years ago. I don't recall seeing smoothie a lot. No, well, maybe. I, but I don't know. I've, I I I saw like slush beer at Trillium and uh, like an uh, actual slushy though. Like that. Yeah, yeah, slush machine. Slushy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. Had also, at the other half, they had like a slush machine now, always on tap. Really? Yeah. That must be new because we went in someone they didn't have it. Okay, so they changed. What? I know we went the Vale in in Richmond, yeah. Virginia. They had it there. They had two different slushies. They had it in Batch in Detroit, actually. Had it there. It was the first time I ever saw it. And that was like 2017. Okay. I was like, damn, you guys are crazy. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's yeah, so yeah, good. it's fun. It's, and as we say, it's just beer. It's just beer. Yeah. You can be happy or unhappy about it, but it's just beer. Yeah. So don't drink it if you don't want to and, and have a Pilsner. Or... Yeah, exactly. Shut up. Let people yeah. put glitter and cakes and... Exactly. Yeah. And glitter and cakes. Yes. Like you did. I love that. Let's see where we're at. How do you feel about the uh, lightning round? Uh, about what? We have a lightning round. It's just supposed to be quick questions. Okay. Like lightning, and then you. Oh, lightning! Oh, yeah. lightning! Okay, okay. I do. Yeah. I talk funny. I yeah. apologize. No, where are you guys from? I'm from Australia. Well, let's say n- n- now we're from Montreal, but no, yes. we're from Australia. <laughs> Toronto. Toronto. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We met in Toronto. And okay. We moved to Mont- We moved to. I moved to Canada in 2010, so this is my tenth year. Okay. We moved to Montreal in 2012. Okay. So I spent most of the time in. We met in Toronto, and then um, my brother still lives there. We both okay. moved up. And then we moved to Montreal. So we've been nice. here ever since. We were only supposed to like stay for a little bit. Okay. And then we were like, I don't know. I just liked it. Man. That's great. That's yeah. Awesome. It's just like I I prefer living in Montreal. I love Toronto. Okay. I like going there all the time. Like Tiff's mom. It's it, it, it's cheaper. Like like it's living like half yeah. the price. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. Montreal's half the price. The uh, actual lifestyle. So people in Toronto, it's a little more stressed about things. I found. Okay. And then in Montreal, people, it's, it's just chill. It's so laid back. Okay. So it's a lifestyle Why? type of city. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know, it, it's really nice. And even just sort of living there, we went to school, went to McGill, we learning French mm-hmm. for a while, and which I clearly forgot a lot of. <laughs> I, I passed the immigration test initially in French. I did really well. And then as over time, we worked for ourselves and we just yeah. don't speak it. And mm-hmm. I can understand it still a decent amount, but... Um, you just, I don't know, you just kind of like just get ingrained in it and like the even small things like the the, the bus, for, yeah, um, the monthly Metro Pass is like mm. half the price of Toronto 
rent okay. is half the price for the most part. It's gone up a bunch, but typically yeah. groceries are half the price. And then now I feel like the, the beer scene has kind of changed and now we, and you get access to different stuff where I used to always have to go there and come back. Okay. And then now we're also close to Vermont. I feel like it's a nice location because it's two hours to Ottawa, yeah. two hours to Burlington, five hours to Toronto, yeah. three to Quebec City. It's kind of like yeah. in the middle of a, of a bunch of cool yeah, stuff. And it's nice. Toronto it's, doesn't it's, have it's, as much around it like this does. Yeah. Kind of like so it's a, a nicer... Yeah, it's and we just stuck around, just never left. It's wicked. You get to explore Quebec. Awesome. We were actually doing. We weren't interviewing enough Quebec breweries to start, huh. and I felt like I don't know why that was. And then since we, I don't know why we just embraced it, and it's been wicked. It's been really cool. The Quebec scene is of, of overwhelmingly being welcoming, particularly with a language barrier. I know yeah. everybody who speaks to us are primarily francophones. Yeah, some people aren't aren't super comfortable in English, but they do it for us I'm doing my best right now no you're doing great <laughs> like, oh I feel like and I met Dominique and she has but you guys speak perfect yeah Dominique's still perfectly bilingual but I'm, I'm... no you're great bro like I've spoken <laughs> to some some really cool people and, and they 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 struggle sometimes and but they'll they'll push through and they get it done and people really enjoy the episodes because I think yeah. like a lot of uh, um, people in Quebec don't because of the language mm-hmm. maybe the Anglophone beer people aren't talking about it or talking to yeah. them as much as maybe they should be. Why? So I find that like you're speaking, you know, everyone who, who takes the time of kind enough to speak English to us yeah. for this episode are going to get people outside who like, oh, they wouldn't normally hear about it because maybe it's confined to the French world. Mm-hmm. So I think it's 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 great. Well, our, all our staff are perfect. Are bilingual? Yeah. I was a little worried. Sometimes you go to the small towns, I'm like, oh, fuck, how's this Yeah, no, but certain is, is like half and half. Is like, that because it's close to the border? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe, but it's it's an English town-ish. So, oh, so okay. yeah, because they came here from probably the U.S. Like Mr. Dyer, which is our American Brownell, was the the, the 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 guy who built this place in eight, hmm. 1843, and he was right. an English guy. So yeah. Inge- okay, I heard that happens sometimes. It's so here and there. also Knowlton is very English. Okay. So, but now it's more half and half here in Septim. But yeah, you have to be perfectly bilingual to to enter Eastern Township. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love yeah, that. Awesome. I just think it's cool for for the kids and for everybody. Like it's. Yeah. The kids, I think, are important because like everyone should be bilingual. It's the one thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. I I do love French, but you're not going anywhere (laughs) (laughs) with your French and when you travel and everything. That was always our concern. Sometimes we'd see kids in Montreal who are like 14 and can't speak a lick of English, and I'm like, oh man, you're not going to be able to go to Ontario. You're not going to be able to go to Nova Scotia or Vermont or Maine or New York. Yeah, you can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. If you can't even just sort of operate, and I think I would coming into it, Tiff had to, you know, she's Canadian, you have to learn French in school. And she was yeah. like, Man, like, I wish I had taken French more seriously Why? in school because they, they don't make you finish it, continue past ninth grade. Okay, and that's that's not impressed upon, say, people, kids in Ontario aren't like, Yo, you make sure you keep this French because it is beneficial. But then on the flip side, it's the same thing here. Yeah. There's kids who are just in French school and they're just sort of like, ah, oh, you get one hour a week of English, you know, I, I'm told. Yeah. And they don't have to really push it. Um, yeah, I think it's important, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think just to give everyone, and it's cool as well for the, um, for business purposes, like, 
particularly in beer, people coming up from Vermont yeah. and they're going to Montreal and they're like, oh, let's, you know, go to go here, go to Dunham, go to mm-hmm. a few places on the way and explore yeah. a bit. And if they're not able to communicate, because they're not going to speak French, like they yeah. don't have to learn it in school, they learn Spanish. Why not? Yeah. So like, it's cool for the Americans as well to feel comfortable and stuff. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, you have to. I'm kind of used to it a bit. Like I can get by if I have to, but typically in breweries, they tend to be cool. But if I went to like a restaurant or something like that, I'd be like... I'd assume that they might not Why? speak English. I don't know. Which is well, here in Sutton, like everybody is built. Everyone knows. Yeah, I like that. Oh, I'll try and dare do their best to right. do it. Yeah, that's good. It's good. Good for good for everything. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you want another beer? Because yeah. I'm, I'm sorry we started. No, we started talking. <laughs> so all right, we'll take a pause for a second. We'll get another beer and we'll do the lightning round. Boom. All right, we're back. We got new beer. So we actually were talking so much. We drank the Pagai. Yeah. <laughs> which is the 6%, 6.1%. Yeah, exactly. Uh, flagship beer yeah. with Mosaic. No, I'm sorry. It's uh, Simcoe, Simcoe and Citra. Citra. Yeah. Uh, fantastic, crushable, nice and dry and chalky and creamy. Um, I really enjoyed that beer. We knocked it back so quick that we had to go to the double IPA. Yeah, exactly. So that was amazing. That would be the, the main one people come for. Now, this is called Where Dreams Go to Die. Yeah, exactly. Which is a fantastic name. Where did that Thank come you. from? Uh, well, it's a it's a movie about trail running that a guy tried to do the Barclay Marathon, which is a cool. race in uh, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, I think. And it's a, like special race that you have to be like uh, all by yourself for like 48 hours. Oh, I've heard, oh, I heard and, about that. And he goes up on the mountain. And yeah, like, exactly. He's like ruining his Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yo, I so saw you should, the trailer. Yeah, yeah you, should, you should watch it. It's on YouTube and it's yeah. called Where Dreams Go to Die. That's sick. And it's a very interesting documentary about the Barclay Marathon. And uh, so, yeah, I'm a trail runner. So I said that that's a great name and I'll use it. And, I love it. Yeah. That's dope. Now, this is an 8.5% double IPA. Do you yeah. know all the hops off the top of your head? I got, I got them written down. Yeah, it's uh, Sabro, Mosaic, Mosaic Cryo, and Citra. That's exactly what Untap said. Well, <laughs> speaking of Untap. Um, no, this is great. It's nice and sticky, um, but yet still smooth. It's not too boozy, which is always no. tough to manage for an 8, 8.5% double IPA. Yeah. Um, the, it's got that little bit of pina colada vibe in it. Yeah, exactly. But not over the top, like it's subtle. Yeah, no, we try like, um, I realized Sabro could be re- very uh, over the top. Can be, yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of an extreme hops. And, um, but but yeah, well balanced, it's it's great. And uh, yeah, we, we played uh, we played with it. It was our first time with the Sabro. Yep. And uh, yeah, probably not our last. No, good, no. great hop, love it. <laughs> yeah. Anything, any hop that, excuse me, tastes like coconut is, uh, yeah, it's very, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Super cool. This is fantastic. Three for three so far. Um, all right. So we're going to do a lightning round. So it's basically a series of questions uh, intended to be fast. Your first answer that comes to your head. We always joke, call it the molasses round because it tends to take forever. Okay. So take your time. It's okay. So the first question, what was your gateway Quebec craft beer? What was the, the Quebec craft beer that got you across from macro? Um, I think it's McCoslin. Coslin? Okay, yeah. before you worked there? Yeah, before, yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, this or Unibrou with the Raffman. Raffman, which was, I think it was, it was Scotch ale, kind of yeah. Scottish ale. Yeah, maybe. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I haven't got out of that. I, I don't know, it was at, at the grocery store. And You're like, that looks pretty. Yeah. yeah. Which, which McCoslin beer, do you remember? The Pale Ale. The Pale? Yeah. Classic? Yeah, the classic, okay. yeah. Uh, what was your what was the sort of opposite? What was the first Quebec craft beer that made you go like, wow, like this is crazy? 
Probably the, the Yakima from the Castoffs. Yes. That seems to be really common this season. That comes up a lot. What about- Well, it was the- uh, Can we discuss about it? Of course. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's okay. Yes, we but, may. But, but, but yeah, it was like very something different than, than everybody else was doing. And, and Le Castor like, are doing like fantastic beer in my opinion. Great and stuff. and they're really like uh, constant and everything. So yeah, yeah. Le, when when the Yakima was on started like it was crazy I think yeah it was completely different than Never anybody else yeah in Quebec. it was the first beer I ever traded too I traded that at West winner mm-hmm. um, then the opposite what was the first non Quebec craft beer like just from somewhere else that kind of blew your mind Edward Edward yeah let's say Edward yeah. classic great beer. yeah we've talked about that a lot it's a great beer. Um, <laughs> What was the beer outside of Quebec that inspired you to brew what you brew? I think that might be Edward too. Yeah, yep. yeah, mostly yeah. The, the the this place and at the beginning we were like doing a bit of Edward and, and inspired by Edward, but also like the Alchemist with the heady topper, of course, was really something. And but I was more into the focal banger than the heady topper. It was less. Um, less high on alcohol yes and and i think that the mosaic and the focal banger really uh like really shines. yeah exactly yeah i hear that a lot i i think i think focal's the one that's became more consistent i hear heady is not as consistent well now. heady mm-hmm. is extreme like it's an eight it percent and it's yeah it's it's something but but the focal at seven percent i think it's like the best uh, of the one yeah mm-hmm. it's a solid solid beer um, which beer that you brew are you most proud of? It's a tough question. Yeah. Five years, lots of beers. Yeah, but I think like, yeah, La Pagaille is it's our flagship IPA and it's it's the one that that, that, that put us on the map of the, the New England style. Uh, yeah. What does and that mean again? La Pagaille, it's mean like, yeah. It's hard to explain, but we had a, a cafe near us called La Pagaille. Yeah. It closed, but it's like it's when like, everything is in, let's say, I don't know, in, in disorder, and it's like it's it's like a when you have like a let let's say like a hundred idea in your head, and 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 you can put it like a, uh, have a right decision, and it's yeah. like La Pagaille in your head. It's like crazy in your head. It's like yeah, it's like confusion. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, what is your favorite style of beer that is not popular in Quebec? Um, it's kind of a tough one now because I feel like a lot of styles are getting popular. Yeah, in Quebec, yeah. Let's say an LS. Okay. It's not That's that popular good, not, not here. Really, it's not. And it's very good. It's, 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 it's kind of different than a, just a regular, like a lot of people here now brewing like uh, Czech Pilsner. Czech Pilsner is very yeah, popular. And, and, and it's good, but it like, I always enjoy more like a Pilsner Afkel in my opinion. It's, yeah. It's the classic. Yeah, the And, uh, and uh, yeah, Helles is really good and it's uh, it's not that popular here, I think. No, no, uh, definitely uh, not. Uh, 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 A well done Helles. German Helles. Yeah. yeah, let's say that, yeah. Okay. Then the opposite then, what is your favorite style that is popular in Quebec now? Favorite style that is popular well. Yeah. It's kind of a loaded question a bit because I think that things is like, you could argue that New England now is popular. Yeah, well, yeah, but I I love um, a good, uh, like, hoppy sour beer. 
a lot of people are starting to do this and it's not like that hoppy but it's sour and refreshing and i'm not brewing this so yeah i love, right. I love like during the summer um little muscatai bread uh, brew uh, like a sour citra okay and i think it was very refreshing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but and i'm not brewing sour beer so i'm super interested of tasting it and, yeah yeah good Say answer that. uh if you could brew one style forever what would it be um like a pale ale pale ale yeah nice just crushable well a new england style pale ale of course. Of course. but but of but but yeah pale ale is like between like five and six it's the perfect like you can have like two pint and feel free to to take your car <laughs> <laughs> but, but 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 yeah like yeah good pale ale I'm a, I'm a pale guy i like that i respect that <laughs> Um, if you could well, it's it's so sorry, but it's 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 almost the same thing. Like between like, in my in my opinion, like a, a New England style IPA or New England style pale, it's almost the same. It's yeah. like just it? a, a bit less bitter and less less high on alcohol. In my opinion, what there is there a definition of no? Like, there isn't, right? <laughs> I've seen pale ales at like six percent, and then IPAs at like four percent. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. We're in. in you just call it whatever, but you yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, but yeah, I I, I think uh, yeah, and, uh, for me like a pale ale is like between like five and six, and mostly more uh, a, a bit less bitter, and it could be like, hmm. but yeah, it's pretty much the same thing for me. Yeah, right. So it's like whatever you want to label the beer, mm -hmm. as far as marketing is concerned. Yeah, but people more love more IPA than a pale ale. Yeah, overall, I'd say so. And also like a session IPA it's not that popular anymore I, no it's not I no it was a big hype like in 2015 2016 yeah but it's not anymore it's almost like a session IPA should just be called a pale ale at this point yeah got an IPA yeah everything else it's an interesting sort of uh, argument because I haven't really gone into that in detail but I always find that one kind of like arbitrary like what you think is not what the next guy, next person Yeah, no, and, and, and like, uh, everybody's yeah. just kind of like, yeah, this is this. Cool. There's no like rules, I guess. No, they're the, if I want to say it's like a. You call this 8.5% double IPA a pale if you really wanted to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'd be like, all right, okay, it's really I, strong. Uh, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a pale nonetheless. Well, people say, say it's a, it's a, um, a white IPA, but it's supposed to be like with, a, with yeast, but. Not a lot of people are brewing like a white IPA. Is that what that means? A white IPA has white yeast. It's supposed to so be. So it's like it tastes like banana-y. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard, uh, like I, I saw it on a, on a couple of things, and it's supposed mm. to be like a white IPA. If it if it's not with with yeast, what it's it, not. It's interesting. What it should be? Yeah, then, you're right. Then it's because you have that. Because you have like an an hopweizen, mm -hmm. which is with a a, a weizen yeast, but. A white IPA should be with uh, with yeast, but interesting. That makes a lot of sense. Well, yeah, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I think it does. It makes sense. Because if it's not, because it's because if it's a white IPA, this should be like a double white IPA. Yeah, you. Were, I mean, that's the thing. I've never heard <laughs> of that. I've never heard a double white IPA. <laughs> the only one I really liked it was Phillips in in BC had one called Electric Unicorn. Okay. I remember. Have you ever had that? No. I mean, I I saw it in cans in like. Ontario a couple of weeks ago and I creamy my pants over that beer I thought it was the greatest beer of all time I okay. couldn't believe it but I, I, don't, I bet you now if I had it I'd be like yeah. okay 
I just remember it was amazing. But I don't, they called it a white IPA, so I, I, I don't know if it has wit yeast. I, I don't think you have many, I don't recall seeing too many white IPAs these days. No, no. It's, a, it's an interesting style. Mm-hmm. That's a good, that's a good discussion. Yeah. I like that. Um, if you, sir, could convince Quebec to love one style that they don't currently love, what would that be? They love every style, actually. You think so? Like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. People love, yeah. love everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every yeah. game. Everything. Yeah. Okay, that's good. What? That's good. That's what you want. Do you 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 want to argue argue about it? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to argue? Yeah. Okay, let's fuck it up. Yeah. Um, I would uh, posit that Quebec now. I would typically have said this, which mm-hmm. was the inspiration for the season. Yeah. Uh, the New England style IPAs that Quebec doesn't love. Um, and they do love it. Like, it's, no, they, it's, well, it's, clearly it's they do. Like my, my, my mother drinks like Ipeaz now, has now, so. Like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. <laughs> that is beautiful to me. That makes me so happy <laughs> that that's what it is. I mean, I hope she's drinking La Pardaille more than that. I would yeah. imagine, I would hope so. Yeah, of course. Of course. She came here and, but, but my little sister who works here, she, she, she drank more like double IPAs than. Of course, IPAs. she's gangster. Like yeah. I like that, she I like that. So like Quebec, okay, one thing that, uh, the inspiration for the season was there wasn't many breweries. Like the amount of breweries that we're trying to talk to for this season are very few compared mm-hmm. to how many is in Quebec that do this style well and do it sort of like, yeah, they, they, they wear it on their sleeve. But, but they, brew, they brew their style, it's just not, Because not you could, you could, What does popular mean? Like when you say that, like how many, like how many breweries, I would say right now, potentially, but, or I'm asking, maybe I'll ask you a question. How, do more breweries do New England IPAs well, or do they do crispy beers well, meaning Pilsners or Lagers? In Quebec only, because this is a Quebec themed thing. Mm-hmm. Right? So like, I feel like Quebec is behind other places with regard to Lagers and Pilsners. Mm-hmm. It's catching up quick. Yeah. And I think the Lagers and Pilsners are still behind. Now Quebec are getting way ahead on the New England style. I feel like it's starting to really pick up. Yeah. So typically I would have said either of those two, but I don't know if those two are, are fantastic answers to the question. But I'm the question asker, not the answer. Yeah. yeah. So I don't really have a huge argument for you. If you say that Quebec likes everything, I kind of agree with you for the most part. There must be some sort of thing where that, that, that people aren't... Um, uh, what's the word? Embracing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fully yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yet. yeah. I, I don't know exactly what that may be. Um, Why? I feel like it's become... Overall, say if you want... How many breweries in Quebec? Like 150? 200. 200. Yeah. 200 breweries in Quebec. How many breweries make fire IPAs? You could probably count them on two hands. Yeah, probably. Excuse yeah. me. Sorry. Fire New England IPAs. Yeah, probably right? on, on, on... The breweries that we had for this podcast, this whole season, mm-hmm. a couple of them are a little far that we didn't want to get to much less than 10 if we get everybody we wanted to be six so to me i think that says a lot that means you could argue whilst this style of beer is drank by a lot of individuals in quebec why do out of 200 breweries why would we only want to talk to six breweries about doing new england because brewers want to do like every style in quebec okay and that's great that yeah but you you have like to focus to be the to be I think to be the best you can you can be the best at everything 
in my opinion. Okay, so you have to I be agree. so you have to focus on something, and I think it's 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 why not everybody like I kind of un un understand like there's a lot of like new brewers, young brewers too that that are interested in like New England style or like pastry stout or like sour smoothie ish beer, and 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 it's and it's perfect that way because it's gonna like push other like old breweries that were there like. 15 or 20 years ago and they were like yeah i'm just gonna brew a beer and it's gonna sell but it's not this anymore so right. but we we like we're brewing any kind of beer in quebec and like unibrew was brewing like it uh, um belgium sauce. belgium beer and then uh, mccarson was brewing english beer and then like uh, a lot of belgium came came with brewing also like all like kind a, of kind of American style stuff, yeah, I guess. Yeah, ish. Yeah, what you would call it. And same as the early Boreal stuff too. Like yeah, the well, the well, Boreal came with the color of the beer. Yeah, because it's the roost, the black, the e white. Exactement. The cuvee. Yeah. The, 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 the. So, so we're brewing all kind of beer, and people like it. Like people, people love a Weizen, but they also love a wit beer. They love like a Blondale, but they don't know if it's a lager or or, or an ale. Mm. And. I think it's it's good, but also like now more brewery have to be specialized in some some kind of things to be the yeah. best at, at it. I think, in my opinion, I agree. I and and it's what happened in the U.S. Like people want to brew what they like, and they're focusing on on that. And like BBCO, as as you said, like they're brewing a lot of New England stuff, but they also bring like double and triple. Dubel and Trippel, really? like uh, I haven't seen them. Yeah, beer. yeah, Belgian beer. They brew like Burlington Beer Co. We're doing that mm -hmm. recently. Well, like, yeah. yeah. Well, no, since since since, uh, since the beginning. Yeah, since the beginning. They're doing like Dubel and Trippel with Maybe like. Maybe I ignore it. But but, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> because I saw but, the waffle styled and pancake style. Yeah. Like fuck yeah, give me that. But 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 they also doing this. But they were like, I think they're from like the the Belgium style and then put it on. New England style, but, mm. but but it's it's very interesting and and as I said, like I came from like mostly like English style of beer, and now I'm fully embracing the American style, but not right. just the the New England style, but also like all kind of like American style, and I think it's it's it's, it's good now, but you have to be focusing on something to be the best at it. Well, but, I yeah, I think, but I but think people love all kind of beer. Here in Quebec. So that means we don't have an answer to this question. And no, I like that. I, I'm comfortable so. with that. I don't think I have so. no arguments with that. Okay. I actually wholeheartedly <laughs> agree with you. I think that like it's people like everything. God damn it, you ruined this question. Nice work, that's good. Now the opposite. If you could erase a popular style from Quebec. A popular style or, so, or, or a style? Well the question is a popular style. So say if everyone loves this one thing and you think that thing is terrible, and you will be like, I need to get rid of that. Do you have an answer to that? Being that Quebec loves everything now, so basically that means it opens it up to you mm -hmm. to say that every style is in some shape or form popular in Quebec. Therefore, you would be able to be like, I think this is terrible and people should stop drinking that. English IPA. Yeah, I agree with that. It's, 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 it's not, done. it's, it's done. not. It's not 1850 anymore. No, exactly. It's not, <laughs> we're done with this, I think. <laughs> I think, in, in my opinion, I, I there's no, probably it's, a good it, one's it, available. It, 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 what? <laughs> in, in England, maybe. No, in I Quebec, like no, I, I have a. a I'm trying to be nice. A, a, a friend who, who go there often, and it's it's not, it's not. They're not good. No, it's not. They've good. had their time. 
they, yeah. they, they set they set the the, the, the stage yeah and where we're at now and then it's time for them to bow out yeah exactly like they're brewing very good stuff but English IPA no <laughs> we're done with that uh, no and an IPA full of uh, caramel and uh, foggle and no it's, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me Some anymore nugget yeah. and willy matt and yeah. yeah done fully dry up with <laughs> Eastcan Golding no thanks uh, <laughs> yeah that's kind of gross but but it's just we're somewhere else now yeah it's just changed I, I think like it I love a, a, a good extra special bitter but it's not it's not an English IPA Mm. An English IP, an English IPA. It's it's bitter. It's harsh. It's not. It, it, we're not there yet. No, anymore. Anymore. No, no not at all. No, in my opinion, that's that's actually one of my favorite answers so far. I really think that's exactly a great one because I haven't liked an English IPA in a long time. ESBs, if they're well made, really good. Well, if it's well made, it's not an English IPA. It's more like no, it's an ESB. It's, sorry, <laughs> an ESB, it's, yeah. ESB, ESB. Well, ESB and an English IPA, it's a very two different. different style. So I said if an E, because you mentioned ESB. Yeah. If an ESB is well made, like an English, I guess I'm trying to say that the the, the old school British style beers, mm-hmm. if the except an English IPA, because we're all agreeing that that shit is trash. But the if an ESB, for example, is well made, they can be fantastic. But but we brew some t- time to time on creamer and extra special beer and it's, and it's great and it's great you, you should next time you'll come uh, I'll brew it just for you just for that, <laughs> I'll be like All right, I'm coming make me yeah. the most British boring no, but you, hopless beer no but you, you're gonna like it it's it's yeah. it's refreshing and it's on creamer so it's it's very in, in, in the style of the the tradition uh, in uh, in uh, England but yeah but an English IPA it's 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 bad. <laughs> In 2020, it's not. It's like, not happening. No, it's not happening. I'm no, sorry. nobody wants to drink no, that shit. No, put it away. Yeah, just Stop it. just uh, write to me if you want. <laughs> if you want to argue about it, argue, please hit up hit up Cedric at Alabodash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, the last question: If you weren't in craft beer, what would you be doing? Probably writing uh, angry blog posts about English mm, IPAs. No, 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 I'm not a hater. <laughs> Uh, probably like roasting coffee. I think really? I love it. Yeah, You're a coffee it. guy. Yeah. Oh, we love coffee. Um, I'm loving it, and it's more like, like, I study as a graphic designer and and doing like art and everything, and now I'm more like beer. But for for me, beer is art, and I think coffee is is art too, and it's very interesting, and you can. There's so many good coffee and and everything, and I'm I'm just getting like into this uh, but very slowly because I love drinking coffee and sometimes when I'm too uh, too much into something I'm kind of like hating it like right. when I'm drinking beer and I don't like it it, it kind of pisses me off because <laughs> I, I remember like 10 or 12 years ago when I was drinking every beer and everything was good and then it, I miss that a bit yeah. you know just, just drinking beer and don't think about it yeah so but yeah i'll probably be a roaster i'm really glad you brought that up because that's something that tiff and i are both very passionate about i love i feel like i almost love coffee more than beer like I, it's the best like third wave coffee there's like yeah. nothing better yeah um and you're from toronto so you you, you had like pilot and pilot and- is great there like detour and stuff to be honest i'm from melbourne australia some of the best coffee in the world okay i did not get into coffee until i moved to montreal 
And then I go back to Melbourne now and the coffee there is out of control. My cousin is, he gives like talks on coffee. So he really showed me how it yeah. all goes down. And we have, I've had the best coffee in my life there. Now coming back, I'm, I'm ch- I was just with my friend in Ottawa on the weekend. And uh, he, he um, I don't know what he does, but he did a collab with a Montreal based roast. And his collab is amazing. He was explaining all this shit to us. Like coffee is, is crazy. Do you have a, a favorite roaster? in Quebec or just period? Like where, where do you like to you get your beans from? Um, I'm ordering coffee mostly from like Pilot. I love it very much. You order much. from Toronto? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, never uh, thought about uh, that. Yeah, you, you buy can. it locally. But I guess Pilot well, would be fresh we're, Well, we're buying sometimes from Le Cafetier here, but, but they very when, yeah, they, yeah, they roast. But mostly like from Pilot and also uh, from uh, 49 uh, Parallel. Oh in, yeah, uh, Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah, and and you order it like Monday and you get it Friday, so and it's fresh, super fresh. and it's super super fresh. Yeah. yeah, have you had Rabbit Hole? I just got Rabbit Hole from mm. Montreal. No. So my friend Kyle, he did a shout. Oh, I've heard of it actually. Yeah, but but no, I haven't. No. He did a collab with them. Okay. And that was the one he gave us. His Rabbit Hole it was my first time. It was the best pour over I've ever made at home, at the V60, and uh, amazing. There's a whole bunch. Montreal coffee is really exceptional. I'm not sure as much about Quebec, but to be honest, when we went to Sherbrooke, there's an app called Third Wave. Have you seen that app? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think it so. Because there's some people a bit like Café by Saint-Jean is, is on that. Yep. And, uh, and yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I have a friend who's very, very into coffee and we're working on that. something right now. Nice. Yeah, yeah, some coffee, coffee collabs. Yeah, or something else. Yeah. <laughs> the third wave when we went to Sherbrooke last, wherever it was last year year before they um, we checked the app we're like oh we're not gonna find good because you cannot you typically can't find good third wave coffee apps yeah it's, yeah, yeah it's hard yeah so yeah. we opened up third wave app because it tells you where the coffees are and in Sherbrooke there was like incredible amounts of great cafes I couldn't believe it, it yeah Sherbrooke so is very nice and also not now for beer uh, like Cibor just changed their game completely really? yeah they're like Recently. fully embracing the new england style too nice yeah see i love that like beer i feel like i can get good beer everywhere coffee i feel like i can't get fire coffee everywhere so wherever we go there's yeah, like good certain coffee. telltale signs of a good third wave cafe mm-hmm. to find that they have good beans and they have good, you know mm-hmm. you have to have plants they have to have exposed wood or exposed metal um, behind the bar you can just sort of tell immediately if it's like a sort of hipster type yeah, of thing yeah and there's like yeah it is yeah, it is right and yeah, it's so it convenient is. so that's great so when you like to do the coffee stout do you use good beans in the stout um we use the coffee from the cafe tea uh, yeah. yeah yeah it's really good yeah oh, i love that that's amazing nothing better um man i think that's pretty much what we want to cover today bro thank you so much for your time this has been really fun thank you where can everybody find labodage online on Instagram on yeah on Facebook. Instagram on Facebook it's à l'abordage microbrasserie or brasserie à l'abordage okay and uh, yeah but we're on Instagram Facebook we also have a website but website is just for like there's nothing much on the website yeah actually. update that with the new beers and stuff no we're more on like yeah Facebook and Instagram that's where you guys are at if yeah the new beers check that out yeah exactly fantastic and what's the address here it's a 10 principal sub in Sutton. So get down to Sutton. Bring your skis if it's winter. If it's summer, bring your mountain bike probably, right? Yeah. People do that shit here? Yeah. Yeah. Figured out it was a guess. Um, <laughs> come through, drink some fire haze, some fire stouts. Man, thank you so much again. I really yeah. appreciate the time. This has been really, really fun. 
Um, guys, thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe below, hit the notification bell so you know when the new new drops. Follow us on social media at BAOS Podcast and check out the long form audio so you can hear legendary individuals like Cedric here talk about craft beer in Quebec. That is it, y'all. See you in the next episode. Thank you for watching and listening. Get in your eye.